Welcome to another episode of the Keep It or Change Cars podcast series. Today we've got two exceptional guests in studio. I'm Michael Pashut and joining me, Wayne from Mazda Clearwater. Wayne, welcome. Always good to see you. And Adam Ford, a regular, and I, I don't want to say I must know it all, but I know it all, Adam. You truly do know it all. Welcome. Yeah, thank you, Mike. Great to be back again. And how's it, Wayne? Good to meet you here. Nice to meet be you. Be fun Adam. today. Oh, that's right. This is the first time you two guys are together. Correct. Yep. It's amazing. We Correct. bring people together. This is what we love. Ford and Mazda in the same room again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they got a Ford and a Mazda. <laughs> For sure. So today, our first question comes from, I thought it was Sharon, but it's pronounced Sharon. And she says she loves the name Keep It or Change Cars. And that is what her question is. She has a 2018 Audi A4 35 with only 47,000 kilos. Adam, I can see you already. Uh, you know the answer yeah all she wants to know is does she keep it or does she sell it she's worried that when it's out of the freeway plan which happens to be end of june this year she's going to have a problem starting with you wayne your thoughts you know i went and i, I went and looked obviously you don't know where she's sitting budget wise you know that, sure. that that sort of thing and i mean those kilos that car that car is still new and and just just her short question there, you can see how she loves this car. Oh, for sure. She loves this car. So she'd want the next car to be the same car again. She'd obviously just want the replacement. I don't know if she looked at what the replacement prices are on that car, but that's scary. That's 750K 100%. that she's replacing there. Sure. So extending the plan, 750K, I know what I'd do. I'd, I absolutely know what I'd do. Before you tell us what you'll do, your thoughts. You see, I look at it from a mechanical point of view because mm -hmm. obviously I fix cars for a living. Audis are great to drive. They're really, they really they look good. They're, they're great nice to, to drive, drive. Great to look at. Great to sit in. Yeah. What but else? I'm not a great fan of the Audi, the, a, the A4s specifically, when they get older. When they're sure. young like this, you know, yeah. 35, 45,000 Ks, they're problem Agreed. free. Agreed. But once it gets over that sort of 80,000 K mark, you know, they do tend to become expensive to maintain. So if Sharon likes the car, she must get one of those Audi extended warranties. But you've got to look at the costs involved there. The costs involved will be not too bad because the mileage is low. It's a low-mileage low vehicle, but age is uh, um, obviously a little bit older. So have a look at what it costs. Otherwise, I normally recommend to any of my clients that drive these Audis, get rid of them before 100,000 Ks because they can become hellish expensive. They have problems with suspension. They have problems with sure. gearboxes. Their engines, if they're not diesel or garbage, quite frankly, they, they're <laughs> so, quite frankly, hang on, hang on, I used the wrong word. They're crap. <laughs> <laughs> this is uncensored. No. So Adam and me generally agree on everything, but um, I am a huge, huge Audi fan. I think it's well known. The kilos, you touched on the kilos, super low. Super the low. beauty with the Audi is you can extend the original factory Audi freeway plan mm -hmm. 10 years, so in her case, 2028 or 100,000. And for me, herein lies a beauty. She's done five years, yep. 50, just under 50,000. In yep. the next five years, she's going to do another 50,000. What do you think it will cost to extend that freeway plan at Audi for five years? Not beyond 100, because that gets expensive. Yep. What do you think? Honestly, I can't give an answer there. I don't. I don't know that pricing, but I don't think it's as bad as the BMW pricing or the Super Mercedes cheap. pricing. Super so, cheap. So, I mean that that is absolutely my answer is extend that plan, even if it's fairly expensive. Extend it. What would you imagine, Adam? And I mean, I'm positively surprised. And let me not load it. You can extend the freeway plan, or you can do a service plan. With a freeway plan, it's an extension of the warranty. That's everything. Covered. It's everything. That's everything. With the uh, service plan, it's just servicing costs. 
if something should break, not covered? What would you imagine the two costs are? You know, I would think she must probably be looking in the region of about 30,000 Rand for a freeway plan, ballparkish. But Close, 22, that's, 22? That's my guess, 22. That's so 22. that's actually. That is phenomenal. So when that's you look really, at that, really I would say, it. considering she doesn't do a lot of mileage. So, like you say, in five years' time, when the vehicle will be 10 years old, she will have only just maybe hit 100,000. Correct. That's when the sort of problems may raise their ugly heads. Mm, true. But if you go out and buy that warranty for 22,000 Rand, everything's covered. Keep the car. Keep Absolutely. It. Don't change it. I look at it like Agreed. this keep that car for four years. Why do I say four years? Because you sell it with a warranty. 100%. You're going to get beautiful price for it if she should consider changing it in that 700,000 Rand price range. What are you thinking of? Adi fan, clearly. Really? So I'm gonna I'm gonna steer her in the same direction. I'm gonna 100%. I'm gonna I'm, I'm not gonna try and change her mind there because you know she she's basically just gonna get into a new version of of a, of her old vehicle. So that's why I didn't even consider saying replace your car. For sure, for sure. Because everything everything fits in perfectly to to clearly clearly that's her car. <laughs> for sure. That is yeah. a that is her car, and you know you don't want to you don't want to mess with that. When you ask Adam, you'll say anything but an Audi. Well, you know, Mike, in this particular case, sure, if you're an Audi fan, like you are, and you and you like the brand, you know, some people buy cars because they are brand, you know, they're, uh, how do you call it? They're brand conscious, brand, uh, brand loyal. Brand loyal is the yeah. word I'm looking for. That's that, changing, eh? Yeah, so they'll they'll stick with the Audi. That's cool. But uh, if you look around to see what other options are, there's so many great options. You know, you go and buy something like a Mazda, and you're going to get stylish, you're going to get reliability, and you're going to get longevity, where you can buy a car like, that comes out of Japan and you can keep it for 20 or, years or if you ever. want. Looking to buy a new or used car? Visit changecars.co.za Our next question is from Gemotso. He's 68 years old. He's got a 2020 Prado, the new spec, the 2.8, with only 38,000 kilos. His question is, he wants to know what is his final retirement car. Now, firstly, he's obviously a very hard worker because uh, he's pushed three years past 65. Adam, are you going to push past 65? I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> and you, you can't think that far in advance. No, no, that's a, that's a long way away. That's so okay. for me, very easy question to answer. 2020, Toyota Prado, 38,000 kilos. What is his final retirement car? Your answer. Well, there's a number of things to consider here. You know, I do, These cars are generally, this, this diesel motor is pretty reliable. They've got... From what I've seen and heard, diesel particulate filter. I don't know if you've you've heard this little bit of hot oil usage, but they generally very reliable. Your biggest concern for him, yeah, wouldn't be reliability in my opinion. This would be theft in my understanding. And at that age, are you wanting to stress about your car? That's a great car. I mean, that that car will serve him for many many years. He can he can he can retire in that car comfortably. Well, that was my thought. Personally, Back. I'm saying this is your retirement car. Three years old, it's new. Kilos under 40,000, it's new. And again, I say it respectfully, 68 is going to drive another 10, 12 years. Will this car last 12 years? All day, every day. The theft component, I do believe, is real. But is it the same on a Prado and a Fortuna, Adam? Yeah, it is. Um, a lot of Pradas are getting stolen, Land Cruisers, all of the vehicles, especially now with the cars with keyless entry in them. So if you've got a keyless entry car, um, you need to get yourself a Faraday uh, bag. Oh, it's yeah. a little it's a little bag you can buy on online. Uh, even Toyota dealers will sell them to you. I must probably even give it to you, I think, when you buy the new cars nowadays. And you put your key in there, and that, that's an RFID bag, so it, it, no um, signal can go in and go out. Right. So somebody can't... Uh, they can walk next to you with a laptop if you don't have that 
that bag and the laptop will pick up that signal because that key is always looking for a receiver and then oh it finds the receiver the the guy's got the laptop bag you don't even know he's standing next to you he's that signal now gets boosted out to some guy standing next to the car they open the door because they think they think the car is the the keys the guy outside's got a receiver and when he stands next to the car the uh, opens the door presses the button drives the car away you come out you how do they steal it so if you're gonna have a, a vehicle like that with these keyless entries um and you've got a high risk car Definitely get yourself one of those. Or you go and fit like an aftermarket uh, button that stops, you know, hidden button or a mobilizer of sort to stop that. But With a go system, something like that, go and do that. But but you know what is incredible? Back to his question though, is this his retirement car? Hell yeah. Absolutely. Definitely, yeah. It is the latest shape. When I say the the Prado came out in 2010, but obviously had a couple of facelifts. What's the matter if it's the latest shape? Look at the old ones, the old 3.4s. People are still driving those things. For sure, for sure. But this is his retirement car. But just interesting, we're talking about theft. I mean, you're in the trade. You're in the trade. We know hundreds. It's not arrogance. We know hundreds of people. I cannot tell you of a single private person that I know who's had a vehicle stolen. Do you know anybody in living memory that's had their vehicle stolen, well, personally? Like, unfortunately, yes. I have loads of people that I know of that have had their car stolen. Plenty cars. I'm mixing a different world, clearly. Please tell me I'm not alone. Yourself? No. Well, you can call it private. We had, it wasn't a Prado, but it was a Fortuner. Um, stolen while I was getting roadworthy. Right in, outside of Is business. Is that what so, roadworthy centers have come to? Yes, cars passed. We'll take it. That's, they sat with their keys in, keys in their hand. And Cole's gone in five minutes standing in front of their building. So that could have been you taking your fortune. Of course, of course. Change of ownership quickly, getting a roadworthy done. So, so yes. And I've had a lot of clients come to want a replacement car. And it's, it's unfortunately one of those things. I've just recently done a deal with a client. Um, they bought two cars from me, actually. But he's got a, he's yeah. got a 21 Prado. And he's almost too scared to drive it. That is crazy. He's too scared to drive it. He's got the ghost system in there. He refuses to put a tracking system mm. in. Absolutely refuses, but he's got that ghost system. But he is petrified crazy. to take that car out. Yeah. I mean, his car's got hardly got kilos on it, um, but he'll take it here and there. And then he's and then he's scared. He bought a Suzuki Ignis to drive around it. That is crazy. But something interesting for Hamotso that I think we need to touch on. He has a three-year-old car, low kilos. Why is he thinking that this car will not last 10, 12, 15 years? That, for me, is intriguing. What has given him the impression? Has he had bad experiences with a Toyota? Has he had other people who said a Prada won't last? What would you put it down to? Has the theft thing come in through conversation somewhere? You you know, you must probably find, you see, here we are car guys. We all know how good these cars are. Maybe he's just a guy that looked and saw, oh, that looks pretty. I like Toyota. I'll buy one. And he may not even know how to open the bonnet and check it out. So not everybody understands this. So he looks at this. Is this a good car? Is it going to last a long time? And the simple answer to that is, Definitely. Definitely. So you and me have often had a debate, and I've had a debate with many people. Mileage or kilometers, what hurts a car? It's not age. A car that's got 12 years, 13, 14 years on it, serviced annually with 60, 70,000 Ks. That's not an old car. No. I'm saying it's old in terms of years, but that car would still feel like new. Correct. You know, the, the thing with Prados, particularly Prados, is that it doesn't matter the mileage. You can have 500,000 kilometers on that vehicle. There is somebody there that will give you fairly good money for that. And that's that's the the unicorn of cars because if you look at other brands, like any other brand with half a million Ks on it, people won't even, they don't even want to go and look it. at it. It could be like immaculate, full service history, serviced every 500 kilometers. I'm not interested. 
But oh, any it's a Toyota, product. Hang on, 500,000? Yeah. Oh, I've got another 500 on it. But any Toyota yeah. product, and it's crazy. It can be an Avanza yeah. in your entry-level stuff. It can be a Corolla. It can be a Prado, Hilux, Fortuna. What is it about the brand perception of the Toyota product that a half a million Ks? Well, of course, it's high mileage. I can still buy it. What, what do you put that down to? Because there's no other brand that's got that. Well... You and I will both disagree on that. There's no other brand that's got that. Both of us will. We'll go into that now. But Toyota's built their reputation on, especially their older motors. I mean, and they were incredibly capable. Simple, simple design, and that I think is off the secret. Yeah. Quality, quality building, and it's actually simple. They, the the overcomplicated. Their newer cars aren't as reliable as their older cars. I'm also hearing that. Are you finding that as well, Adam, that the newer stuff is not got quite the reliability? I'm not really seeing. Obviously, the newer stuff hasn't really come into mm-hmm. our workshops yet because they come out with warranties and that. So when, when the warranties sure. are finished, they start to come in. But uh, I still think Toyota, not only Toyota, any Japanese brand to make good, reliable cars. I think it's the mindset of the Japanese people. But in terms of South Africa, you know, Toyota have always sold big numbers here if it was Corollas or Hiluxes and that. So you get millions of people driving these cars who all have good experiences of it. You know, you take Mercedes, they sell a lot of cars, but if you get one or two unreliable cars, the word gets around, oh, it's, it's, it can be unreliable Correct. and expensive to Correct. fix. The thing with Toyota is that wherever you go in the country, you want a set of brake pads. You can be in the middle of the trans car. I want a set of brake pads for my Hilux. The, the local Correct. spare shop has got it. You go in there with some other brand and say, um, I'm looking for a set of brake pads. No, we don't keep those because they didn't sell enough for them. And I think that's the big thing is so many people have been driving these cars for so long. And if you take for argument's sake, take a, a corporate company. They have a driver who drives the Hilux bucky around to do deliveries. It's now 20 years old. Company decides to get a new one. Who gets it? The driver does that. No, he wants the vehicle. Everybody's he takes fighting it. for that car. Everybody's Correct. fighting. So he gets the vehicle. And also, because they, like Wayne says, they're simple. They're easy to fix. So even if you're not a qualified technician, you can you do know, it. Pit or Bob or Philemon can fix it. Correct. And that's the important thing. The beauty is their simplicity, actually. For yeah. sure. But no more simplicity. Now we're talking top end. For me, the next question is the absolute pick of the week. Want SA's leading insurance? Visit changecars.co.za and click on the discovery logo. This is where I like to play. Neil has given us a question that I just love. Yeah, lovely question. Absolutely. I lovely mean, you can question. even just smile on your face. Yeah, He's got a million rand budget. He wants something that will talk to him, but he doesn't want it to have that in your face if you attitude <laughs> around a million rand. Not limited to a million rand, but there or thereabouts. Must have strong performance. Doesn't have to have stonking performance. For me, there's only one car. The Proviso, he says as well, the positive is it doesn't have to be a two or four seater. Can be either. Two door. Yeah. There's only one car for me that I'm going with here. Sure, there's, there's actually, this is, this is such an, and once again, such a nice price range. It's like there's, there's in there. And I mean, he didn't indicate on, on the new side, he's not going to, he doesn't have a lot of choices there price range wise. If you look at it, I mean, we're going to go and revert, refer to the Mustang. You can get a new one for that price. I mean, I'm going to have to disqualify you there. I, I know you. <laughs> I'm not even. A, no, I'm not. I, it's not as though I'm a Mustang fan. Yeah, but new pricing. That's where he's going to go. That's that's what you're going to get. You're going to get 313 kilowatts. You're going to get your whole thing there. But if you just look a little bit older. And, and from what I want to gather from this, from Neil here, he looks like, like a distinguished sort of guy. Oh, he doesn't, sure, he doesn't sure. just want, the Mustang wouldn't work for him. Absolutely wouldn't work for him. That's, that's, that doesn't sound like You mean this. he hasn't got tattoos in a bulldog? 
<laughs> correct, correct. It doesn't stay in springs. Or two yeah. bulldogs. That's why it doesn't need four seeds. <laughs> so I would look at, I mean, you get you get Aston's, the Vantage, 2014-2015 in that price range. A car that I could not recommend, and I'll tell you why, and I'm sorry, I'm not, I'm not like shouting you down. What would you have said? Because for me, there's only one choice in this, and I am smitten with this car. You'll be able to relate. Come on. Audi R8. No, sir. Oh, because I know you drive one. Of course. So then you must probably be talking about Porsches. Absolutely. Porsche. Porsche Boxster. 100% Porsche. You Porsche. Can get, Boxster. You can get that 2014. Newer. 16, 17, 18, 30, 40,000 kilos with yep. the, the newer ones with a four-cylinder engine. Now, yes. I was very anti when they came out with a four-cylinder turbo. I just thought it's everything that literally a Porsche isn't. A Porsche should be air-cooled, flat engine, whatever it may be. And now they come with a four-cylinder turbo. It's technology. Two-liter two turbos four, are insane. I understand why, yeah. why everyone's going with them. Just in the nomenclature, Porsche Boxster S tells you all you need to know, and it is turbo. Have you driven one, Adam? You, and you've got a 2003. I got a 2000 box. And that is already a beautiful, yeah. beautiful machine. Yeah. And in 15 years in uh, the industry, technology moves on. So as nice as that car is, and it is nice. I mean, the new box that just blow mine away. Absolutely. You know, that's how technology, but I mean, it's 23 years old. We understand that. But uh, I must say, I like the design of the Porsche. Oh, the, 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 uh, I mean, you can't go wrong with that. Yeah, Absolutely it, not. The looks of it. Absolutely not. What it comes with, yeah. you know, the performance of the vehicle. Yeah. It is really, really, really good. So it's well recorded. I have an exceptional relationship with Porsche centers across South Africa, but that's not the reason. I call a spade a spade. You'll buy a 2016. How many year maintenance plan will you get with that included in the price if you buy it from a Porsche center? Um what is it, three years or five years? Two Minimum years. two? Two years. And yeah. that age, possibly they'll go up to three. Even, even if you pay for the third year, yeah. just have that peace of mind. I've got a six, you seven, eight-year-old car, but Correct. that feels and looks brand new. I drove one the other day, and that's why I'm so smitten. Now, we spoke about the Aston Martin Vantage, a car that I've never in my life been more underwhelmed. If I say to you, disappointed I, I would you. be the understatement. I'm sorry, not even. I mean, no, does it look good? Absolutely. Have you got brand cachet? Absolutely. What is the thing that stand out for you negative about the Mar Aston Martin? Build quality. 100%. 100%. The leather, it's like they use uh, cows that wanted to die. They were. No, I'm, I'm saying it was like they, 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 they volunteered they, their leather. They. The most terrible leather. I don't think it's Connolly. They, they often t use the term Connolly leather in you Britain. Know, I, this is rubbish leather. I think the problem with um, Aston Martin from that sort of era is the fact that it was in financial difficulty. Correct, correct. And so everything was done on a budget. When you get into Advantage and it's got Ford Fiesta indicator stalks and the keys from a Focus and things like that, you know, that can be a bit disappointing. I mean, I've driven the V8. Yeah. I drove the V12, yeah. the Vantage V12, which was, was incredible. Yeah. It went like stink. But I mean, the inside of it was like, oh, that's, that's exactly. It's, it's just dated. It's a horrible car. So it's interesting. Correct. The moment you spoke about it, and like I said, I'm not trying to jump on the bandwagon. No, 100%. I often no. talk about unfinished business. So I love the R8. But an Aston Martin and a Maserati are two cars that I would still love one day to own. And you go from A to M. So Correct. I drove an Aston Martin Vantage. 2014, it was ES, mm -hmm. 40,000 kilos. My expectations of this car were enormous, 40,000 kgs of mileage. Yeah, you this think. car felt tired. We put the roof up, the wind noise, the seatbelt was rattling here. I was just 
massively disappointed. Yeah. Basically, so I've learned learned something there as well. That's what you, that's why we have you in here, that's, Wayne. That's, that's, <laughs> that's why I've learned something as well. And but because when Neil strikes me as a different off the beaten path type of guy. Of course, that's, correct. That, that, that's how I read that question. Absolutely. Let me throw another one at you guys. How do you fan? Oh yes. Oh yes. Yeah. So there, there, there's one of there's one of the really good Audis. That five cylinder motor is a. It's a phenomenal, yeah. phenomenal. And that's two point five liter. Two point five, correct. And I mean, there's been a couple of different TTRSs. The latest in car incarnation. incarnation is, what is that? One point two, one point three new, or a little bit more? Somewhere around that region, yes. Yeah. yeah. But is that a stonking car? That would be what sub uh, four and a half, yeah, two hundred. Yeah, oh, yes. Yeah. No, that's that. Oh, those are the, that, that's. I don't know why you guys are dissing the Mustang though. Who makes the Mustang again? The Ford. The Ford, the Ford. Motor, Ford. The Ford no, motor Company. Let me tell you why I don't diss the Mustang. And I've always been a great fan of the Mustang. Nothing to do with the name. What I like about the Mustang here is that it's an affordable classic car. You know, if you bought a Mustang today, or you bought it five years ago when they first came out, whenever it was, three, five years ago, they are still, when you look at them on the road, they're still cool cars. I know that there's, there's oh, the, yes. the kind of people that drive them is a bit strange, but sure. in 20 years' time, that'll still be a cool car. I think it'll be a cooler car in no, 20 it, years' absolutely time. Absolutely, it's, it's typically not, Mustang. Yeah, no, so typically you go and buy, Mustang. let's say for argument's sake, you go and buy a hot uh, 135 BMW or, or a Mustang. The guys are going to laugh at you about the Mustang, but in 15, 20 years' time, you've got a Mustang. Hey, that's still cool. You go to the car shows where people will still look, hey, this is nice. You've got a, a, a BMW, and it's like, hmm, okay, is that thing still going? You know, do you really care about it? You know, there's another one, and the shape changed, and he's got new grills now, and the whole face has changed, and everything. But the Mustangs, it's always been an iconic car from when they first came out in, when was it, 66, somewhere around there, to now. They're still. Iconic yeah, look, cars. One thing about 100%. the Mustang, and there's certain cars that always say you don't say you don't drop buy a Ford Mustang. A Mustang is a Mustang. Mustang. It's a Mustang. An R8 Mustang. is an R8. Correct. An M3 is an M3. A yeah. GTI. You don't have to drive a Golf GTI. Yeah. Okay. What would that be new? Do you know? I mean, you would. You under 800. <laughs> no. So so. 1.2, I think, for a Mustang. But dealers yeah. are doing. Yeah. You're at a bar. You you in. You hundred yeah. percent. You will have choice in color. Choice. You, you absolutely will. At a bar, you sitting okay. safely there. That's why I said earlier. New, he can go brand new. At a bar, he can go brand new. Mustang. And funny enough, I mean, I've driven yeah. them, both the two point threes and the five liter V eights and the convertibles and the hot tops. They are cool cars to drive. You know, they do. I remember when they first came out with them, and I got one of the first test cars that came around. There wasn't many of them around. The amount of people that looked, really? I went to the launch in Cape Town when Ford launched it and we were driving around and the people down there went, we got pulled off the road. Myself and my driving, we pulled off the road, all, they want absolutely. to see this car. Wow. Wow. We had, you, know, you know when a bucky goes past you, you know, with 20 oaks on the back and they're all shouting, sure, stop, sure. stop, stop, stop. We stopped on the side of the road, 20 oaks climbed off the back of the bucky, wow. boulders, whatever. Check out the Mustang, lacquer boot, it's nice, you know. Beautiful. Yeah. Now something interesting. It is the Mustang draw, huh? me what is the one negative that people know about a convertible scuttle shake yeah how many cars have you driven that has got zero scuttle shake where there's absolute zero oh, i can't remember driving a convertible that doesn't have that audi r8 i give you my word when i say zero there is nothing so they call it i think what torsional rigidity yes there yeah. is nothing whatsoever certain cars you can drive and you look at those pillars yeah. and they're physically Correct. moving my alpha spider when i drive I can see my pillars moving. I feel like I'm shaking my head. But Audi uh, A5, 
wrong person. Audi yeah, A5. Wrong person <laughs> ask me about that. Yeah. What would you say of the Audi A5, A5. a nice four seater? I don't, I don't know. To to me, the A5 has always been a car that that I think looks great with somebody else driving. <laughs> that's a when it first came out, it was oh, that's quite cool. Now it's just. Meh. And and you know where this comes from? This this comes from having having attempted a few times to trade them in. Nobody wants him. Except Neil. I won't even. Neil I won't even mention the A7. No. I mean, there's it's again, Audi's nice ugliest car, the Audi A7. I think you know that back design of it. I think they they tried to recreate the the early Audi. Was it 100 or 80 yes, or something correct, that had correct, that correct, that correct. funny that eight, fast, the 80 the 80 had that fast back fastback type of. It didn't work in the 80s, and it doesn't work now. But now something interesting you talk about not working. So again, I said again and again, huge Audi fan. The Audi that I aspire to, Audi RS6. Have you seen overseas? You took the words out of my mouth because he could get one. He could he could 100%. get one in his price range. Hundred percent. Obviously not not a convertible. Not a brand new. Not a, but yeah. not a convertible. But have you seen what they've done with the RS6 overseas now? They're making it in a sedan. Taken a car that is iconic, yeah. that's got everything, that's even a talking point. Oh, my word, you bought a station wagon, though. No, I bought an Avant, and now they've made it in a sedan. Have a look on it. Have a look at it on the internet. In my opinion, not an appealing car. Not unappealing, yeah. but it doesn't have the same uh, Now, that appeal. Avant is just, if you, in any way, shape, or form, are a car guy, you will look at that yeah. car. You will look at it when it drives past you. It's, it's, it is just... There's something that pulls you there. It's like, but I can take my whole family to Hearties on a Sunday. The dogs, everybody. Yeah. The dogs. I got a big boot. I can go on holiday. And then if I feel like feel like after I've dropped my family at home, and I feel like actually going putting that car on a track, I'll actually do okay on the track. So when well. you say you go to Hearties on a Sunday, drop your family at home at nine thirty, and then you go to the track. No, they must go. They must go for early breakfast, and then it's like, sure, guys. I just need to. Uh, <laughs> car needs a service. On <laughs> interesting topic about. Hot station wagons, estates, events, whatever you want to call them. Who started it all? Audi. Was it RS2? No. Volvo. Remember the Volvo 850. That's that right. brick. And then they had the, oh, they used right. to race them Beautiful. in Scandinavia. And then they oh. went over and, and they, they I think they, yeah, you know, it was the uh, British uh, BRCC or something they call it. And uh, it just hammered everybody. That five cylinder. I remember we got them out here and there was the R, the R version. That yellow. Yeah, that was Ooh. cool. You know, that was really cool. I'd still drive one now. I would absolutely, if I, if I, if I had the drive, absolutely. And I still, you know, you, it's you, a see, good looking you car. see guys now, you know, overseas who've got cars, talking about cars that sort of don't really age, something like that. You see one of those in the road, you're like, you just admire it, don't you? It's like, Correct. it's an ugly as sin. Oh, sure. Cool car. Need advice? Visit changecars.co.za and click on the Keep It or Change Cars tab. To end the show, what is a classic for you in terms of age? What If I say to you, classics are not from the 40s, 50s or 60s. I mean, they obviously are classics, but what is age for you in terms of a classic? You know, anything from when I was born in the 70s is to me already a 100% a okay. classic car, but 80s are already too. Yeah. Yourself, Adam? So it's, I, I can tell you where 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 you can work it from. When you were 15, what was the year? 
So roughly when you were 15, what was the year? Because those were the cars that we looked at when we were young boys. 100%. We were 15, 16. We couldn't drive That's yet. Spot on. We wanted to drive. So when we were 15, what was the era? What an interesting those were the cool cars. What an interesting perception because that's exactly what it is. When you're 8, 9, 10, you don't really understand. So for me, 1988 is when I was 15 for the first time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But in terms of pure classic in South Africa, it's 25 years. Yeah. Am I correct? I mean, I'm, there's no definitive. Some people know. say 20 years, but 25 years is accepted. Oh, 1998. Yeah. Okay. You're talking about these Volvos, 1994. Yes. yes. So what is interesting for me is I go to a lot of car shows and I always think, wow, there's going to be less and less classics. No, sir. There's more and there's more classics. More. Ford Tracers, yes. Ford Meteors, Golf 1s, Golf 2 GTIs. Those are properly, officially classics. And what you don't see much of is the 40s and 50s cars. Because they've gone by the way now. Nobody wants them because they drive so slow. The brakes are rubbish. So when, when from the, in the 70s, when we started to get things like disc brakes and five-speed gearboxes. And, and quality Audis. And... <laughs> Okay, uh, you know <laughs> those. Make him, you, make it makes laugh, it drivable. It's like I have a 1975 MGB rubber bumper one. Do, says, do you actually have one? Yes, I do. So everybody says, "Oh no, you you got to have the one with the chrome bumper." No, you know, in 1975, I was 13, and and this was the car. And it's those amazing. were cool. And then they brought out this rubber bumper. Wow! Everybody had these chrome bumpers. I like the rubber bumper. That's what I got. I think it's a go. cool car. But that's just me. Everybody else says that's rubbish. <laughs> so on behalf of Audi South Africa, we'd like to say thank you for being on the show, Adam. <laughs> it's a pleasure it's once again. Lovely having you here. A world of knowledge, Wayne. Thank you, guys. Lovely having you back. And uh, for our viewers, we'll be having both of you again. A lovely look, afternoon I to you guys. Forward. We've come to the end of another episode of the Keep It or Change Cars podcast. If you have a question you'd like us to answer, please email us, podcast at changecars.co.za, and our experts that we have in every week will answer it. This show is about you. You've got a question? That's what we're here to answer. Visit changecars.co.za, see the quality dealerships we work with, looking for a new car, used car, boat, caravan, you name it, we've got it. For South Africa's best motoring content, catch all things motoring on DSTV Channel 189 and on YouTube. New episodes every week.